Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. Today we're going to talk about new advances in hair restoration for men and women. It is estimated that 50 million men and approximately 30 million women may suffer from male-female pattern baldness or thinning hair over their lifetime. There's been many technological advances in hair restoration and hair surgery over the years, and today I'd like to introduce our guest to Joshua Crichton, MD, who is a board-certified plastic surgeon with Holcomb Crichton Plastic Surgery in Sarasota, Florida. Dr. Crichton is an expert at using the Neograft hair solution technique. Dr. Crichton, welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, and um, you know, today we're going to talk about hair loss, hair restoration for men and women, but I'd really like if you wouldn't mind giving our, our listeners um, some background um, on, on you and your practice there in Sarasota, Florida. Sure. I'm a board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon. Uh, I trained at University of Florida. Uh, I've been in Sarasota for about 12 years, uh, and I specialize in aesthetic and reconstructive surgery uh, and focus on uh, breasts, uh, body, liposuction, mommy makeover, and now uh, with our Neograph hair restoration system. You know, um, as, you know as I mentioned, you know, kind of in the opening um, to the show, um, you know, statistics show, you know, hair loss is, is a huge problem. Um, can you give us some background on kind of perhaps, you know, possible causes of, of hair loss in men and women, and then, you know, what are the options available in in today's market? Well, uh, there's approximately within the United States about 50 million men and about 30 million women who have uh, hair loss. Uh, and mostly it's a genetic component. Uh, you know, as we age, uh, some of the hair follicles just stop reproducing, uh, which leads to a, a typical uh, baldness pattern. Usually it's minimal, but in, in some individuals it can be, you know, the majority of the hair. And so, you know, obviously it's a purely aesthetic issue as the, you know, hair, I mean, obviously does have a function, um, and so, uh, but, you know, for most people choose to get uh, hair grafting or hair restoration uh, it's so they can, you know, look and feel better about themselves. Yeah. Now, you know, I do, um, you know, and there are different types of, of um, balding in men versus women, I, I would imagine, and I, I, I think in some cases with women it's possibly hormonal related or it could even be lifestyle in terms of how they've worn their hair, ponytails, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's multi multifactorial reasons aside from genetics. Nutrition is, you know, extremely important. Environmental issues as well. You know, and then well, let's talk a bit about um, the Neograph system um, because you know I know Alice would love to just learn just more about you know what is ne- Neograft and how does it work in your practice. Okay, so when I did my plastic surgery training in the University of Florida many years ago, uh, I was very interested in hair transplantation. So I did an understudy uh, with a physician in Miami, uh, world-famous hair restoration specialist. And uh, the way that it was done at that point was 
that you took hair from where you didn't necessarily need it that much and put it where you wanted it. Uh, for example, most men, uh, it's their anterior hairline in the front or on the top of their hair. So uh, it turns out that the back of the head, uh, the hair is very thick and resilient. And usually that's used as a donor site. Uh, so anyhow, um, in the past, uh, in order to get those hairs, they actually would be physically removed or cut out in a strip. Uh, and then th those hairs would be processed into what's called follicular hair units, or one, two, three hair uh, shafts per little area. Uh, so uh, the issue, the problem or the issue with that type of procedure, the, the old way was that by cutting out the hair in the back, it left a scar. And that scar, it was fairly visible if someone wore their hair kind of short. Uh, so based on that, I elected really not to go forward with uh, doing hair transplantation in my practice until uh, the last uh, couple years when this neograph technology kind of came out and uses uh, a essentially a small little vacuum cleaner to suction out the hair follicle. Uh, so instead of having to cut out a strip in the back of the hair from ear to ear, we can now harvest uh, several hundred grafts, uh, maintain the hair, uh, and not have to cut anything out. Wow, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, because I have, you know, I've, I've heard of, you know, like hair flap procedures and, you know, like you said, the strip grafting procedure and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and and so this makes sense. And so with the neograft, it takes, um, I, I'm trying to imagine this, you know, in kind of picture form is it takes like three to four hairs at a time from various parts of, from the back of the head where, from what I understand, that, that hair is, is pretty much, when, when you do see balded men, most often, like you said, it's in the front or on the top, not necessarily mm -hmm. in the back of the head. So it seems like that hair is more genetically programmed to to stay put. Yes, exactly. The, the hair in the back of the head is extremely resilient. And even with men who have almost total baldness, there still will be some hair on the back. So we can utilize that resilient hair uh, and as I said before, instead of having to cut all that hair out in a strip and then sew it back together, uh, I can now take using my neograft technology, I can just take, let's say, for example, if you have an area the size of a grape where there may be 500 hairs in the back of the head. Um, you know, if I only take out 100 of those hairs and leave the other 400 kind of in a regular pattern, when they grow back, it'll appear normal. There'll be no scar, and the density will be regular. So in, in essence, we can harvest up to 2,500 grafts from the back of the hair, and as things you know heal quickly, it will appear as though no hair has been removed at all. Hmm. And then we can utilize those hair grafts, and that's another advance that has uh, from a kind of artistic technological standpoint. In the past, uh, the hairs were placed in this reg very regular pattern called hair plugs, where you would almost look like it, you know, look like a nursery of, uh, you know, if you went to the farm and saw them placed in a regular fashion. But now we kind of have learned to place them in a very natural way, almost what's called a regular, regular pattern, so that when the hairs do grow back, uh, it looks very natural. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I have you know, the pictures I've seen from kind of, you know, the, the hair plugs from the past, it's almost like doll's hair, you know? Exactly. It's like, like a bunch uh, of hair in one you're Like your child's doll where they're just 
they, they come out in this very regular pattern. Uh, yeah. So that's another technological advancement is to how artistically the hairs are placed using kind of the natural hairline and the technique to get the hair in is done in a very gentle way. So really the neograph system and the way we do it uh, – is has been you know from a result standpoint you know just you know are uh, just a very uh, excellent results and uh, been very pleased with this and so uh, you know one thing with the hair restoration is that you know one thing I wish is that okay you put the hairs in and then boom they you know they're all growing back within a, a month and we have you know near instant results it does typically take about three to six months mm-hmm. for those hair follicles to kind of wake up. Uh, and start growing and have that, you know, full hair effect. So it does take a few months for that to happen. Although the downtime is minimal, uh, after the procedure, you know, most of my patients are basically back to normal within 24 to 48 hours. Now, was I understanding correctly when you said that after you take the, you know, using the neograft, you you suction out those units of, of, you know, hair follicles, from the back of the head, and then that area heals, and does mm-hmm. does hair regrow where you've taken out those follicles? Well, uh, no, the hair the doesn't regrow in the back of the head. Okay. Um, well, we but the thing is that we leave enough density of hair follicles so that when those because we have to shave the hair in the back, when that hair does grow back that we've left, it grows back thick enough that it does not appear that any hair has been removed. Exactly. Because obviously with the hair follicles that we remove from the back of the head, we're then placing in the front or the top of the head. Yes, yes. And how does that work? How do you kind of put them in the front of of, of the head? Well, there's a a pattern that is used, uh, and it depends on where it is on the head. For example, the front of the hairline versus the top of the head. and so if you were to look at the hair follicles, how they grow and how they're placed, it almost looks like, and you know, a lot of particularly men, but women too, uh, it almost looks like a vortex or a hurricane. If you were to look at the top of the head, there would be you know, the center point, and then the hairs would kind of grow out in a spiral pattern radiating around. So we, we know how the angle of the hair grows from the uh, actual scalp, so we use that natural pattern and make little small incisions uh, with a needle, and then we place each hair follicle unit into those little tiny incisions so that when that hair does grow back, it's growing in the exact angle it should, and that the density uh, and angle is perfect so it looks as natural as possible. Hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And then after you have taken... Like you said, you can take up to 2,500 hairs from the back of the head. Um, yes. How much coverage does that give? In a one-day session. In a one-day session. Um, yes. How much coverage does that give to the front of the head? Is that significant coverage? Uh, you know, uh, that would be significant. I would say that in the majority of patients that I see, uh, that will give them, and, and again, it depends on the extent of hair loss that they have and the amount of hair, you know, pattern baldness. Um, you know, but 2,500 grafts really should cover and can you know, fill in the front of the hair and make an anterior hairline uh, up to the you know scalp area, or top of the scalp, rather. So it really should give someone very good coverage. Now, it might take some people, you know, with more... Um, 
loss of hair. It might take a second session, uh, but the majority of patients I see, you know, 2,500, up to 2,500 grams would be absolutely adequate. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's it's amazing, and I I have seen you know the results of some of your patients, and the, I mean the pictures are just fabulous. Um, now I do understand that you are doing um, the uh, platelet-rich plasma PRP treatment for hair restoration. Yeah. Do you do that in combination with with Neograft, and can you explain that to our listeners? Yeah. So uh, this is a uh, additional. Uh, therapy that we use with the hair grafting, and uh, it's in use in other procedures as well. Uh, so what's done is uh, we remove some blood uh, from the patient, uh, and then we have a device to kind of spin it off, and then what we're left with is plasma. And so uh, in essence, the plasma, it's almost like growth factors, uh, so those growth factors, what we do uh, at the time of the hair transplantation is we uh, inject them uh, into the scalp uh, you know, after the hairs have been placed. And the principle is that those growth factors will stimulate the hair follicles to be more vibrant or grow more quickly, have a higher rate of success. Uh, so, you know, for example, uh, if, uh, let's say, then in a normal neograft procedure that, you know, 80% of those hairs are going to do fantastic, you know, we can't get 100% every time, you know, sometimes, the, you know, some hair follicles just aren't going to make it. But let's say on average we'd get up to 80% that will live. Um, if we were to use the, the platelet-rich plasma, perhaps we're going to get 90 or 95% of those hairs to live and be vibrant and make it to their growth cycle or that wow. that might happen more quickly. So it's just something extra that we can do to boost the success rate and the um, have the results even that much better. Mm. That's great. That's great. It's amazing just how, you know, it seems in such a short time there's been so many advances in in the field of hair restoration. Um, is there anything about neograft? I mean, I, I do know there's a couple of other kind of robotic-type um, technologies um, on the market. Um, what is different about neograft and perhaps some of the other restoration procedures that are available? Well, there's all different kinds of technology. I'm, I'm amazed, uh, you know, just uh, being a child of the 70s and 80s and um, looking at, you know, TV shows like the Jetsons and thinking, you know, oh, in the year 2000, <laughs> we're going to be in hovercrafts and spaceships and floating cities. Um, and you know, obviously, we're we're not at the level of the Jetsons. However, you know, the technology uh, yeah, has advanced dramatically, <laughs> uh, and so you know, uh, we, there's even a robot now that does hair grafting, uh, a robot device, which I've seen, which is pretty neat. Um, and so, you know, the neograft, um, you know, it's not a robot, although the technology is very eloquent and uh you know basically we're using this little tiny mini vacuum cleaner device uh that is you know allows us to kind of suction out the hair follicle in this very gentle way allows it to survive and then we can transplant those hair follicles back in uh so the technology is sound uh it works fantastic uh it's reasonably economical uh to do uh 
uh, and gives great results. So I'd, I'd been waiting a long time for something like this to come out uh, because, the, as I said earlier in the interview, the traditional way um, is uses this uh, excision strip device which leaves a scar. So we can now do this in a scarless way. Yeah, and that is, like you said, I mean, you know, you, you combine your plastic surgery training with your artistry. And, of course, in as a plastic surgeon or as an artist, you never, ever want to leave that kind of trait of surgery in terms of, you know, an obvious scar on a patient. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it's great that, that you now have been able to meet your your artistic and surgical requirements with, with technology like this, it, it makes it really exciting. Yeah, it, it is something. There is some artistry involved, and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, just from an aesthetic standpoint, when you look at someone in their appearance, uh, obviously appearances are important. Uh, and you know, I, I think more than that, uh, I think you know, a lot of the patients that I see. Uh, it comes down to you know having you know self esteem and self confidence and as we age and we look at you know wrinkles or you know loss of hair uh is that um you know certainly from a from a uh, standpoint of having someone, you know, wanting to look and feel their best, you know, we now have these uh, very safe procedures to help people almost restore or reconstruct their youth, um, which I think, you know, from my standpoint, not only is it an honor to be able to do that, uh, but it's very fulfilling to make my patients, you know, happy and help them reach their goals. Now, now you did mention um in your kind of pre-interview, um, and I know this is just is, is kind of a, a, a just a short question and a brief answer, I'm sure, um, is the uh, Neo LTS light system that is that something that just kind of further boosts the the you know the opportunity of hair growth with, with a hair follicle, or can you just explain what Neo LTS is to our listeners? Well, it's a light system, and so what it does, it basically has a frequency of light. It's not quite a laser, but uh, the light energy that's used by uh, this device uh, seems to help stimulate the hair to grow. So, okay. uh, you know, we, we use that afterwards, after the procedure, uh, and it's something, you know, just like the, the plasma. Uh, it's something that helps, you know, the hair to grow and stimulate the follicle to uh, wake up more quickly, be more vibrant, uh, and be healthier. So that's a light system uh, that we're also using, uh, with, that we're seeing very good success with. That's great. That's great. So, um, and then with the quality of the hair growth, when when the hair follicles, like you said, you know, it, it could take four to six months for the hair to actually begin to grow and to be obvious and for a person to have hair and their new hair growing. Is the quality of hair the same, you know, texture, color, um, as they would expect? Uh, you know, uh, is there ever a change in texture? Uh, yes, great question. And so the hair follicles typically harvested from the back of the head. Uh, and when they grow back, they're essentially near identical to as when they were harvested. So, you know, what's nice is the hair in the back of the head is often the thickest, most vibrant uh, hair. So, you know, essentially uh, 
wherever we're placing that in the front of the hairline or in the top of the head, uh, it's you know typically a thick, healthy, vibrant hair uh, with a great result. Right. Right. And then who would you say, I mean, I know we do kind of cover the, the genetics and, and different things, but who really is a candidate for, for this type of a procedure, the ideal candidate? Well, the most common patient that we see uh, is an older male patient uh, with, you know, male pat- pattern baldness. And so, in terms of you know who's a candidate, you know we're looking for you know reasonably healthy uh, individuals, and also you know women have not necessarily you know pattern baldness, but the thinning of the hair. So you know I'd say that's the two most common patients we see uh, is uh, middle-aged men uh, to older gentlemen with male pattern baldness, uh, and then you know middle-aged to older women uh, with some hair thinning, and okay. so. Uh, in terms of you know who's a candidate for it, you know obviously we want someone healthy without you know significant medical problems or blood thinners and so forth. Um, so you know it'd be rare for you know a young person to have you know significant hair loss. So it's generally middle aged or older patients. And you know down here in Florida, I always have to be careful when I say older patients um, because <laughs> you know our population. They mean California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know I, I think what's amazing, and I've seen kind of a, a transformation uh, in the last 20 years, is uh, you know uh, I see patients in their 60s, 70s, 80s really taking care of themselves, really staying healthy, and looking very youthful and vibrant, you know, up and up until those ages. Uh, and so, you know, I remember when I was a, you know, a young child, and I look at my, you know, 60-year-old grandparents, and they were just, they looked so aged and wrinkled. And so, you know, there's been a real trend uh, towards, you know, staying youthful and healthy and vibrant, eating right, you know, doing the right things. Uh, and, you know, as our population is aging, uh, you know, certainly in terms of, you know, meeting the aesthetic uh, needs, you know, our practice here in Sarasota, Florida, and particularly with the Neograph is, you know, we feel very capable of handling uh, those types of issues and helping uh, you know, patients in their uh, 60s, 70s, 80s to maintain their youthful appearances. Yeah, yeah. And hair really is, you know, I mean, kind of through the ages and, you know, in history or, you know, historical stories, I mean, hair is such a symbol of youth and strength, you know, and vibrancy. And so to be able to return that is amazing. You know? Yeah, it's absolutely, and you know, as as the surgeon and the doctor, um, it's it's something very fulfilling for me to help someone do that uh, with you know fantastic results and minimal downtime and virtually no you know scarring. Uh, so it, it's really just been this miraculous procedure we're now able to provide. Absolutely. Now you know we do have a few more minutes left on the show, and so I mean, is there? A, Anything we haven't covered in terms of the neograft or the the hair loss options that you have available to patients? Is there any other advice you would be giving out to our listeners? Well, I think we've been pretty comprehensive in going over, you know, how the procedure is done, uh, the results, the downtime, the types of patients that we have, the other types of treatments we can use. Uh, so, you know, I think uh, it's a very good overview uh, on how, you know, the operation is done. Uh, so, uh, 
it was, it was certainly uh, we'd love for ha to have people you know check out our website, uh, which is www.sarasota-med.com. We have uh, some before and after results there, uh, and more information about the neograft, uh, as well as the other procedures that myself and my partner, Dr. David Holcomb, perform. Uh, I'm a specialist in body contouring, uh, liposuction, mommy makeover, uh, breast surgery, and my partner, Dr. David Holcomb, uh, is an expert in facial surgery, including facelift, rhinoplasty, eyelid lift. And we also have a med spa here. We provide uh, a variety of aesthetic services, uh, Botox, fillers, and really just have a comprehensive uh, plan for, uh, from an aesthetic standpoint uh, for a variety of different types of issues and uh, patients. And so we invite anyone listening to the show to come visit us or check out our website. Uh, we'd love to help you reach your goals. Great. Well, Dr. Creighton, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been such a pleasure, and um, I'm just really excited for, to learn more as, as time goes on about your continued um, work with Neograft and improving hairlines and hair restoration for both men and women alike. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of the day. appreciate you having me on my show. Absolutely. We'll talk again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> 